0: and we're live welcome to two guys in a bed the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy it's wednesday november 29th thanks for tuning in this is your host touchdown there and your friendly commissioner and as always i've got my co-host
1: baby got tyrod what's going on tyler hey it's baby got deck i did have to pick up tyrod because dak prescott sucks
0: <laughs> yeah i noticed you uh you're not starting deck this week it looks like you're starting tyrod
1: Yeah, I've come to my senses, man. I just, I can't, I can't put another week on him. I'm sure he'll go off this week because of it, but I just can't (laughs) do it again.
0: Well, I got to hand it to myself, man. I'm getting closer. I got two out of three words. That ain't bad.
1: That's pretty good. All
0: right. Well, uh, Tyler, tell us about our sponsors this
1: week. Who we got? All right. Hey, we got DraftKings this week. Uh, Season's getting close to an end. You can still use that promo code WRBF. Uh, We also have... uh, Pampers diapers this week. We got some guys in the league that are that are definitely gonna be needing some diapers or currently need diapers. Uh we've reached out to them and and uh you go online, you can order some diapers, use WRBF and they'll send you uh two used diapers that (laughs) rent out and reuse. Uh, I got some in
0: the diaper genie right now, man. I could throw those out there. That's perfect. that is a perfect answer for this week. We need to, uh before we get cranked up here, we need to send a congratulations out to Tim. and Tim and his wife, Dina, are expecting their first kid. and It looks like they're having a baby boy. Did you
1: see that, Tyler? I did. I did. Brock's dad. That's a cool name. I like it. Absolutely.
0: So, Tyler, what kind of advice would you give to these uh soon-to-be parents?
1: Well, if I had to come up with just like a couple off the top of my head that are going to be really good is, uh one, you know, just – when they get older, let them play, get a little dirty, build up that immune system. Tough to do with the first one, but after having the second one, you know you just you don't worry about them getting as dirty as as the first one. So uh, they're gonna be okay. It's a, it's good for them, good for their immune system. And number two, you and Lauren probably know this as good as anyone right now. When the baby's sleeping, you better be sleeping and getting some rest yourself. That's exactly.
0: You better be sleeping or you better be recording the podcast, which is what I'm doing right now while she's sleeping. Yeah, well, congratulations, Tim and Dina. Um, wish you guys all the best and uh, cannot wait to meet that little guy once he, uh, once he gets a little bit older. That's going to be awesome. But let's go ahead and get started. Let's look back at week 12. The matchup of the week last week was TJ against Tucker. Those guys were battling out for the eighth spot and Tucker takes the win. He wins 127.8 to 87.1. So, congrats to Tucker. And it looks like Tucker is well on his way to get another mediocre record. He's uh, on, on pace for a six and seven, which is as mediocre as you can be in our 13 week season. So, wave to go, Tucker. You're average yet again.
1: Yeah, I think we should probably petition uh, Merriam Webster Dictionary to get his picture in there <laughs> under, under mediocre. <laughs> right. See,
0: so, Ridge. <laughs> so so i think a big part of tucker's victory was robbie anderson so i don't know if you knew this but <laughs> robbie anderson was my 16 round keeper that i eventually dropped because he was a bum earlier this season but uh tucker's picked him up and <laughs> over the last three after over the last four games he scored 23 12 16 and 33 points
1: tyler is this dude for real I guess, man, it's it looks like he is. I mean, I just have trouble starting a jet in real life. I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to it. I don't think. But man, Tucker is—he's throwing him out there, and he's he's producing for him. So you got to hand it to him. That's, That's right. But, uh, good management.
0: He's got Anderson has a pretty tough schedule the next four weeks, which is you know. It's coming down to crunch time in WRBF. So I'm, I'm interested to see if Tucker is going to stick with this dude um, or if he's going to swap him out with somebody else. But in any, in any event, congratulations, Tucker. That win's really going to help you try to ensure your spot in the playoffs. Um, next up, Tim versus Nick. We had BFF versus BFF, and, man, what a game. What a game, Tyler. I, I thought for sure Tim had it wrapped up. Um, He had Julio Jones, who went bonkers, scores 50.8 points, the highest single-game performance by any player in WRBF this season. Um, and Tim beats Nick again for the second time this year. It seems like Tim really has Nick's number.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. He's got Nick's number. Nick has had a great season, but Nick just knows, or Tim just knows how to pull it out. And it reminded me of uh, several years ago, in a in a different league I was in, um, you know, back before I knew any better, but a uh, guy won because of a field goal because of an uh, false start. So if on, I'm just thinking, you know, one of those Justin Tucker field goals, if there was a false start, Nick just needed he needed a lineman to jump to back up five more yards to get those extra point three points maybe on a field goal. Um, That's right.
0: It all came down to Justin Tucker on Monday night, and I, I told Nick, man, if there's anybody, any kicker out there that I would want to rely on, it would, it would be Justin Tucker, and he just about came through for Nick, and we're actually going to bring that up again a little bit later in the podcast. But something I want to bring up now is Nick glitches that division um, Not because he won his game, but it's actually because uh, you lost your game, and now it's time to play America's fastest-growing game right now. Let's play Who's Tyler Going to Blame This Week? Well, So, uh, Tyler, you lose it yet again for the fourth time in a row. Kevin beats you 127.6 to 116.8. You're on a four-game losing streak. So, who are you going to blame this week?
1: Well, let's see. I've blamed life-touch photos. Uh, <laughs> A couple weeks, and I think I'm gonna have to go back to Dak Prescott. I mean, I don't, I guess I need to blame the Cowboys offensive line or maybe Ezekiel Elliott's girlfriend for mouthing off to him that time. <laughs> I don't know who I need to blame. I, you know, it's, I'll just throw a dart and we'll, it's gonna, it's gonna be either Dak, the Cowboys offensive line, or Ezekiel Elliott's girlfriend. <laughs> Well,
0: I, I just, I just, I guess I really just, I just dig how you don't blame yourself for all these losses
1: that you've had.
0: I like how you just keep pointing the finger at just anybody and everybody.
1: That's right. I, I, I got those other three fingers pointing back at me though. <laughs> well, you're
0: going to play the number one team in the league next week. So, so I'm really anxious to see if your losing streak will continue or if we we'll actually pull one out and uh, get off this losing skid, man. But speaking of people who have turned it around, Chris, man, Chris wins yet again. He beat Steve 123.1 to 104.7. Chris, Chris is on a three-game winning streak. He has beaten heavy hitters like Dell and Steve in the last three weeks. And and Tyler, Tyler, he is averaging 125.5 points during this span. Can you believe it?
1: He's he's getting hot at the right time, and you know that's going to be tough to deal with. I think he took exception to us calling his games a bye week, um, a couple couple podcasts ago. Um, so maybe he's coming back with a vengeance, and he has a point to prove. That's dude.
0: He's gone from being a cupcake matchup to a team that nobody wants to face. And I've got to hand it to Chris, man. He could have given up halfway through the season when he was on that hellacious losing streak. But he is, he's, you know, he's stuck with it. He's been working the waiver wire and he's really built a team that is going to be tough to face come playoff time if, in fact, he makes the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Just when you think he's going to just throw in the towel and just divert all his attention to Sasquatch hunting season, which is coming up soon. (laughs) That's right. He goes and turns it on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if there's a guy who has given up in this in the league this year, it's definitely Ryan. Uh, Dell just absolutely creams Ryan one forty point seven to fifty two point three, and and Tyler, dude, I think Ryan is just begging us to change the Duke Award to the Ryan Award.
1: Yeah, the it's gonna be like you know, M- Max is gonna start saying, "Daddy, I have to go to the bathroom and take a Ryan." <laughs> it just be synonymous th- throughout the the culture.
0: Right, and, and wipe his hours, yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, uh that's going to lead us to everybody's favorite segment. It's time for... for WRBF, Stat of the Week. Stat of the Week. No, 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 no. So, let's tell you what this week's Stat of the Week is. All right, so this is a pretty solid Stat of the Week. So, Dell. We talked about him creaming
1: Ryan. Uh, Tyler, tell everybody how bad
0: Dell creamed him.
1: Well, the stat of the week is Dell would have beaten Ryan's entire team, not just the players Ryan started. He would have beaten Ryan's entire team with just his bench players, 88.1 to 85.1. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty solid stat.
0: That is incredible. He, not just the, the nine that Ryan started. The entire sixteen players on his team. That's right. That is that's incredible.
1: That that's a testament to to one Dell's team who's which is solid at the right time and Ryan's ineptitude at fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, maybe he's gonna blame it on his attention. He's 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 turned his attention to moving to where
1: where is he moving? Um, he is moving to Honduras. Actually, I've come out. Whoa! whoa. Found out this week that it's Honduras. Yeah. Wow. Well done. Well done. Well, maybe I, I he thought he'd been. Go- he was going to move to Costa Rica, but it's somewhere close to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So maybe he's already in Honduran time right now. I don't know if there's like a time difference or, or are they like. Two weeks ahead of us or something—I don't know—but he's yeah, definitely yeah. not—he's definitely not focused on WRBF. Obviously,
1: he's—he's not in a third world country, but he's—he's he's in Ohio, which I think that's like second world. So he's close. <laughs> oh, a, a couple more things before we
0: move on from that matchup. So Dell has gone five and zero in division play. He is the only team to do that this year. And Ryan has actually gone zero and five in division play. Believe it or not, he's the only team to do that. So mm. pretty. Incredible, um, and and I just got to give it to Dell on a job well done, just destroying Ryan. Um, let's move on to the injuries. Not only injuries, but we're going to talk about injuries, suspensions, and benching. As far as injuries, it wasn't that big of a weekend. Doug Martin had another concussion, and uh, he's disappointing Dell yet again. Uh, even though Dell, man, I'm telling you, Dell has a really solid team. He's able to to start Ryan. Melvin Gordon, he's got depth at that running back position. He can overcome this Doug Martin injury.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not as big of a deal for Dell as it would be for any other team in the league.
0: And Jordan Reed, uh, good news for Kevin. uh, Tomorrow night, the Redskins are playing the Cowboys, and it looks like Jordan Reed may be coming back for that game, so he could be getting an all-star like Pro Bowl tied in to add to that incredible team that Kevin has.
1: Yes, we know you love some good news for Kevin.
0: <laughs> and man, I'm sure you saw it. I'm sure you saw it. So last week, the Broncos played the the Raiders, and it was like, I don't know, it might have been the first play of the game, I don't know, but it seemed like it was super early. <laughs> uh, I came to leave, and Michael, Trabtree, Michael Crabtree went at it, <laughs> and it's all because of that chain, all because of the chain. Have you heard about this story, man?
1: Yeah, it was actually the second drive of the game, so... You know, it's carryover from last year when Tlaib snatched snatches chain off like a like a straight G. <laughs> Crabtree took it took exception to that. What I don't understand is why Crabtree goes out there swinging at someone with a helmet on and he doesn't have a helmet on his on himself. That's like rule one. If you're gonna fight in football, <laughs> you put, you put your helmet. You grab somebody else's helmet if you have to.
0: <laughs> Dude, did you see Michael Crabtree? Michael Crabtree. He knew. That uh, Tlaib was going to try to snatch his chain. So he taped it. He taped his chain to his chest before the game started to, yeah. so that he wouldn't snatch it. And, and yet the dude still got it. And I saw a meme of Akeem Tlaib. It was a cover of a Two Chains album. <laughs> it was Akeem, Akeem <laughs> nice. Tlaib on it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. That was pretty good. So they're both going to be, it was going to be two games, but they dropped it down to one game. So they'll both be out this week. So that kind of helps you, Michael Crabtree. He won't be out in your playoffs, but he'll be out. He'll be coming back in, in a couple weeks. Um, so, speaking of guy who may not be coming back, man, Eli Manning gets benched in New York for Geno Smith, the two-time Super Bowl champ for Geno Smith, broken jaw Geno. So, what are your thoughts on this benching, Tyler?
1: Yeah, I just – I feel sorry for the dude. You know, he's, he's on this awesome, like, starting streak, 210 games, I think, and now he's being benched for, for, for all people – Geno Smith. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, I, I don't know how that's gonna make the Giants any better. He's still not gonna have any running game or you know, he's got a, a worn out receiving crew that he I don't know who's gonna catch his wobbly passes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to, to 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 say that you know that benching is gonna have a huge impact in WRBF. Uh I'm not sure that you know Dell has Sterling Shepard. I don't think he's starting him. Um, there's not a lot of offensive weapons out there. I think Ryan has Norland's Darkwa, and who cares what Ryan does anyway. So I don't think it's really going to matter as far as uh, fantasy. But in reality, man, I really hate it for Eli. I feel like he got the shaft there. Um, I feel like they should have let him ride this season out, even though it's been a shitty season for, for those Giants fans out there.
1: Yeah, I really thought that the Giants would go with uh, that Davis Webb, try to get a look at him, you know, see, because it isn't like we don't know what Geno Smith can do. Like, why would, right. why would yeah, they, that's a good point? Why would they not give that Davis Webb a, a shot? So, I think, yeah, I think Gino's going to be on a short leash, and uh, I think we'll see Davis Webb under center before the before the year's over for the Giants.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, kind of hate to see that happen. Um, and, and then those of those of you who have received the next award, you hate to see this happen too. So, next up in our uh, two guys in bed podcast, we're going to give out. The Dookie Award, the Dookie Award. And this week, we are going to give it to a brand new recipient. Sue Tyler, who's the lucky winner this week?
1: That's right. This is a first-time recipient of the Dookie Award. Uh, congratulations, Nick. You're getting the Dookie Award by, uh, for losing by three-tenths of a point to your best friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm yeah, I mean that- looking forward to seeing that Dookie Award posted up in your house somewhere. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure Sarah will find something that it will match. I, I mean, I think it's
0: just—it's just shitty luck, man. It's just shitty luck to lose by that—that that much, three tenths of the point. That's the closest uh, margin of victory this season in WRBF. And you know, man, you know, Tim ain't gonna let Nick forget that loss.
1: Oh, I know. And you know, it—we haven't had a lot of opportunities to to give it to Nick because he has a pretty solid team this year. So we got to take him where we can get him for this one. Exactly, man.
0: With those Saints, I know we keep bringing them up, but that second, those Saints, and with that loss they had against the Los Angeles Rams, they're still going to be contending for a playoff spot, and they're still going to try to win that division. So their, their, their schedule looks really good the next few weeks, the Saints do. And I'm, I'm really worried that he's just going to freaking steamroll us come playoff time.
1: Well, and I'm playing him this week, and I'm pretty worried about it myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, as you should be. The losing that, that fifth, I'm predicting it. But hot take: you're going to lose your fifth game in a row in a row this weekend.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to be demoted down to like mediocrity. I'll be right there with Tucker. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of Tucker, so uh, let's move on to the waiver wires segment.
0: Um, it's kind of a, a quiet week on the waiver wire front. Uh, there's not a lot of, you know, um, potentially starters out there on the waiver wire. It seemed like most people were. Kind of reaching for those those handcuffs. I know Kevin signed James Conner for Pittsburgh, and he still got him, so that could be a nice handcuff to my Le'Veon Bell. Uh, the Chargers' defense of special teams was the most popular bid, with three teams going after them. But Tucker had a pretty interesting waiver wire Wednesday. Tyler, what what happened there?
1: Yeah, he spent uh fifteen dollars and picked up some guys that he and Lauren met Black Friday shopping. I don't know, have you have you heard of Josh Reynolds <laughs> or Ricky Seals Jones? Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh, Tucker
0: said he bumped into him in line when he's buying that TV. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Black Friday shopping. Yep. Oh, that's perfect! Well, congratulations, Tucker. All right, uh, man. Let's let's move ahead into the to week thirteen, the last week of the regular season. Man, can you believe it's already the last week of the regular season, Tyler? That is crazy. Nah,
1: it seems just like yesterday we were getting ready to watch that Connor Connor Mc McMayweather fight. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, I don't have it queued up, man. Damn
1: it. That's all right. Have hook. There we go. Yeah, there you go.
0: All right, so I think I'm going to go ahead and declare uh, the, the Week 13 matchups of the week. I'm, we're going to have two matchups of the week. Uh, we got me against Dell, and we are going for our division, the Barry Sanders division title. It's on the line. If I win, I win the division. But if Dell wins, we'll have the tied record. But he will have beaten me twice, so he would be the division winner. Um, so 30 bucks on the line for me and Dell. And then – a lot more on the line for Chris versus Tucker. There is a playoff spot on the line. Uh, so before we get into the playoff scenarios, Tyler, if you if you had to put, uh, if you had to tell us who your matchup of the week would be, who would you vote for?
1: Uh, I think the closest game that is going to be you versus Dale. I think that's going to be a good game this week. Um, looking forward to see how that plays out. Got some guys going uh, tomorrow night on on Thursday night. Um, and you know, like you said, that this isn't this has money on the line, so this is a little bit a little bit uh, more at stake. Right.
0: Whoever wins gets the thirty bucks back. Um, so Steve and and Nick have already clinched their divisions, and so the Barry Sanders division will come down to me versus Dell. So good luck to me this weekend. All right. So we got some uh, a lot of a lot on the line in this last week of the regular season. I have went back and I've crunched the numbers and I've looked at everybody's. Um, Everybody's standings and all that good stuff, and and I want to remind everybody that for the playoff season that the top three seeds go to the division winners. So uh, Nick and Steve much have they have their divisions locked up. So the first four in is basically Nick, Steve, and then either me or Dale. Um, and those top three seeds will go to, to those three people, Nick, Steve, and then Meardell for the top three. Um, and then as far as the rest of the playoff seeding, it's, it's your overall record. And then if there's ties, it goes to your head-to-head matchup. So the first four in were Nick and uh, four in. This is where it gets interesting. I think Kevin, Tim, and Tyler, you, you guys are all but locks to make it in. Um, I think you guys are, you know, pretty safe into the playoffs. I don't think you guys have anything to worry about. But I think Tucker, Chris, and Logan, those three guys are gonna be that last playoff spot. So here's three scenarios I want to run but past you, Tyler. So okay. here's what Tucker Tucker needs to do. It's pretty easy for Tucker. If Tucker beats Chris, he's in. He has the best record out of him, Chris, and Logan. If Tucker wins, he's in. It's pretty simple. Yep. Now, this, this is Sounds where it right. gets kind of tricky. This is where it gets kind of tricky. If This is what Chris needs to do. For Chris to get in, Chris, of course, needs to beat Tucker. And then, that way, they'll have the same record. Right. But Chris would have the, the, the tiebreaker because Chris will have beaten Tucker. Um, And then Chris also needs Logan to lose because if Logan loses, Chris will have a better record. So Chris needs to win and he needs a Logan loss. Right. So that's what Chris kind of needs help there. And Logan, Logan also needs help. And he, of course, needs to beat Ryan, which we all, you know, on paper it looks like that's pretty much a lock. Right. Uh, and Logan needs to beat Ryan, and then Chris also needs to beat Tucker. So again, Logan owns the head-to-head victory tiebreaker between him and Chris. He beat Chris week nine. So Logan needs to win against Ryan, and then he needs Chris to lose against Tucker.
1: Mm.
0: So, yeah, a lot on the line in this last week. And, um, if I did my math correctly and to be honest, I really haven't done any math on this, but, uh, I think that's, that's what needs to happen for, uh, for those guys to get in. It's basically down to that last spot. I believe, I think the first seven are locks. I just think it's going to come down to t- uh, Tucker, Chris, and Logan.
1: Yeah. So what about TJ and Ryan?
0: So TJ and Ryan, they have pretty much been mathematically eliminated. Uh, you know, TJ is probably going to lose. He might still have mathematically have a chance. TJ is like uh, a mathematician. Can probably, you know, break it down and explain why he has a chance, but I really don't think he does. Um, because TJ um good. And, you know, Ryan, he 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 isn't his only one who is who is out. He cannot make the playoffs. But I'm pretty sure TJ is out.
1: Yeah, TJ could probably do the math, but he's so busy being the prime minister of Moore County Schools, he's gonna have just some some of his minions do his math.
0: <laughs> That's right. And, and look, I think I think we're one of those minions, man. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a day where where TJ rules Moore County Schools, and we'll just be just following his lead, dude. I think it's coming. That day is coming.
1: That's right. Yes.
0: All right. Well, uh, tomorrow night we got Washington. Thursday night game is Washington at Dallas. Dell has uh, Jameson Crowder and Samaj P. Ryan going. So he's got a lot invested. And in um, you're not starting Dak, so it looks like you're not going to have to worry about it this week. So that'll be interesting.
1: I know, man. I'm. I'm just. I'm, it's going to be one of those things where tomorrow night at eight o'clock, I'll I'll consider it again, and I may end up starting him. I don't know. We'll see.
0: And then uh, skipping ahead to the Monday night game, uh, we got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. And, man, those games, those that AFC North rivalry where the Steelers and the Bengals get together, man, it is always one of the best games of the year. I really can't wait, not only because of that rivalry, but I also have Le'Veon Bell going. So my 30 bucks, my division title, is going to come down to Le'Veon Bell Monday night.
1: Yes, we know you'll be watching that game for sure. Yeah, that's a big game. That's going to be a big game for you.
0: That's exactly right. Well, good luck to everybody. Seriously, uh, you know, I wish everybody could make the playoffs. And um, I know after this weekend, there's going to be four guys who are going to be done. So that's kind of a bummer. But, uh, man, it's been a great season. And uh, I really wish the best luck to everybody out there.
1: Yeah, man, good luck, everyone. You've had fun this right. year.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Remember, you can uh, tweet us at WRBFantasy. Send us an email, fantasy at gmail.com. And tune in again next week for the next podcast, the next two guys in a podcast, or two, two guys in a bed podcast, the official podcast. That's the one's fantasy.
1: That's right. Let's get it.